0: Hello and welcome to a new hiking pod. So I've not done one in a while, So I'm at, uh, Molly and I rather, are at Chase Side Walk. It's the walk between Strayfields Farm, where it starts basically on the private road on Strayfields Farm. And it takes you all the way to Hadley Road, uh, Trent Park, if you are going that the way that we go. Obviously, if you're going the other way, because we're passing people. So it was, I think I've done quite a few... So she's going towards the bridge, sorry, and now she'll be out of sight. Then, uh, which is not good, because uh, she's not really supposed to be off lead. But I didn't say that because um, she's on lead. Yeah, she's on lead. Um, so uh, yeah, so and this was created. So it used to be um, just a, you know one of the bog standard on the ordnance survey maps, bog standard routes. Uh, so there was you know like a through overgrown grass and stuff this is very busy today actually this is like the third like coming up to the third family we've passed normally we have this place to ourselves and that's what i was trying to say so it used to be a um it was just like a path you know with a sty every now and then and and then you'd cross that sty. and but now they've actually invested some money in it come here molly come here good girl hill good girl Uh, and they've actually invested some money in it wait and put in a gravel path now I don't think I've I don't recall anyway um, recording any podcasts about it but I have blogged about it and i think i've taken photos and stuff so i know the last time i did this whole thing of uh, all of the signposts along the route because they're all kind of pretty and new and stuff so i think i did that so this is i think this is the first time i've actually done a proper podcast actually I'm on it while we're doing it rather than uh, in retrospect so so it's this wonderful wide path it's a good, I don't know, eight feet wide, I think, something like that, uh, in most places. And they've put in these wonderfully, uh, tr- these new trees. And when we first started, uh, when I first did the walk, back in a very cold, I think at the end of winter, I think it was, I remember being being very cold when I did it. Um, and it was one of those ones where I was kind of at a loss as to what to do for an adventure. And I thought, oh, do you know what, I'm going to go. Because I, d- I remember I didn't even take Molly and I thought it'd be kind of cool to um bring Molly and have this as a special group. So when I brought uh, first came over here back in uh, winter, yeah, right. Yeah, there right, um, was it was kind of like bare. Um then there were these tiny little plastic tubes with the tree the uh, saplings in uh or seedlings what saplings is that right? I can't remember. I don't know. But acting like I know what I'm talking about, I don't. Um but now um it's kind of like because of the, the wonderful summer that we've had um and now we're actually starting to get a bit of moisture and, and rain and stuff molly wait there's another another family we normally don't see anybody okay but now it's like incredibly busy for some strange reason uh and now it's kind of it's, these trees are like a good 10 feet tall some of these say trees baby trees and some of these plants so um molly come here because there's another dog good girl come here um and so it's, uh, it's, and I, I can't help but manage to think that in about 10 years time once the trees have uh, thickened out it's going to look amazing not that it doesn't now but I can imagine it will be a proper woodland walk and um, it will be a truly spectacular thing to see much like um walk at Forty Hall Uh, and some of the stuff at uh, hilly fields so I reckon 10 years and some of these trees will be really tall enough to kind of produce a bit of cover and um, it will look amazing good girl go but right now it's just a lovely country walk Um, because because it's a good field. Uh, do you know, one of the things I realised I should be doing, actually, um, is sort of a bit of investigation. So I've joined the Enfield Society, and one of my roles, uh, my main role, really, as a, as a volunteer at the Enfield Society, is I uh, investigate photographs that we get donated, and I try and work out what they are, or what, uh, or what area the photographs are taken of. And so I got, I was, I was given, rather, uh, a series of photographs, that were potentially uh, this, basically, the old the chase I bought before the renovation. And so I did say to myself that I would look and try and sort of place some of these places, some of the, these sites, um, when I am uh, next there, and this is that time. Uh, however, which is actually a week later, because it was last Monday that I was there. Um, however, I have yet to see anything. Um, and I, I suspect that it's actually at the other end which will be my, my destination uh, when I arrive at um, Hadley Road uh, to, to enter Trent Park at the other end of the walk so and so some of the, the great thing about this is that there's um, oh, there's more people in the distance okay that's fine I can cope with that it's not a problem uh, and the, the tree lines are still there so uh despite uh, the f- the fields are looking amazing, and it being harvest time as well, so we've gone past harvest moon now. Um, we're Now the moon is waxing gibbous, no, no it's not, sorry, it's waning gibbous, correction, correction, it's waning gibbous. Uh, and comes up late, it's probably still up now actually, thinking about it here in the UK. Um, and uh, it's looking... Um, I should really take some pictures, actually. Although, saying that. um... (laughs) Oh, that's, oh yeah, that's one other thing I wanted to share with you. Molly, come here, good girl. Uh, Before I go, I'll leave you with this little gem talking about photographs on the back end of the Earth Society. I've got into the habit now of taking photos and printing them, right? So, come here. Come here. So now I'm printing them, uh, I can stick them up. So I've got this um, Polaroid 300 camera, which is s- super fun. And it is super fun. It is so much fun taking these photos uh, and then printing them off. But then I have realized that uh, I got, when Lucas and I went to uh, central London a couple of three weeks ago, just before that's like one of the last activities that we did uh, for, as, as at the end of summer before we went back to school we went sightseeing which he swears he doesn't like but does actually i got him a disposable camera and i was trying to explain to him that uh taking photos and he had a 27 exposure which is not something that i remember having as a child right so i remember having 24 or 12 i think or 36 so i think it's 12 24 or 36 were the exposure of films that you could buy and i had a 110 film i think a camera that's what my mum bought me for my eighth birthday and on my ninth birthday, I think, I not remember. Something like that. And I would take pictures of scenery and stuff. Um, and... It kind of fits in with this whole thing. Uh, try, so trying to explain that to Lucas, and it does fit in with this whole thing of what do you actually need to take pictures? And you know, uh, how much technology, advanced technology, do you need to enjoy your hobby, right? So, you know, and I've talked about, I've done a whole podcast series on computing and podcasting and recording and f- filming you know even my films are done on phone a phone so uh, so why would taking pictures I mean I've got a DSLR and, and I'm not even going to pretend that I know what I'm doing with it because I don't you know I know about the the P setting and the a setting and the aperture and and being able to you know take pictures and blur out the background and stuff like that I know all of that but when I take pictures like that it's a faff you know it's because it's not something that particularly interests me because it's not something that I've ever used really you know I like to pretend that I no I don't actually I think maybe for other people for showing sure. but then I think all of the photographs that I've taken and I love taking photographs over the past over 40 years in fact have been on a fixed lens so it's like I'm gonna own it I'm gonna enjoy it and I'm just gonna. And my photos are as good as as good, as good as they're good for what. I... Molly, come here, come here. So I have to do that voice, otherwise she doesn't listen to me. Good girl, just wait, 'cause there's a dog up there, baby. Um, my photos are as good as anybody else's, really. Um, I'm not trying to win prizes um, and be the best photographer. I just want to take pictures that I like. So, um, so I've looked at buying. Um, Luke, so Lucas enjoyed using the um, disposable, and one of the things that uh, sort of came out was he couldn't grasp that he only had 10, twenty-seven exposures. Right? Couldn't get his head round it. Come here, because obviously he's grown up with digital, with the, uh, digital cameras, or in terms of, well, digital ca- camera is one thing, right? Um, and using a digital phone to take camera so if you don't like the picture obviously you can just delete it and take another one but when you've got a disposable it's like you have to set that shot up and then it has to work and you're not going to know about that for two weeks until you get the film back um so i was trying to get that and he, he couldn't grasp it and he didn't quite understand that i used to take these kind of cameras on holiday and then that was it for the week i would have 27 photos he's like but i don't understand Dad. bless him but he had great fun, and he he did lots of he took lots of scenery photos, which is what I wanted him to do. I wanted him to to enjoy it and understand about winding on, and you know you look through the viewfinder, and that's it, that's your screen, that's you know you've got to hope that that works, you know, um, and it, he enjoyed that process, so that worked out quite well. And then I've taken a few pictures on my phone, Molly. Wait, I ta- I've taken a few pictures on my phone, so I've got this app called Open Camera, and it's quite. The quality is amazing, really, and it looks good. Come here. The quality looks good on the screen. Um, And, you know, that's kind of like what you want, really. But it never really translates to a computer screen, which is a shame, you know. Um, Maybe it's the quality of my screen on my computer or my graphics card. It could well be. Um, Some of the time, yeah. Um, But when I print them off onto a 6x4 or eight by six they come out beautifully so I'm actually really happy with the quality and it's usually those instant print things um, so that size which is what I want you know is what I think you know to me that's my knowledge of what a photograph should be and how big it should be and how you have something tangible in your hand that you can look and say right this is a memory this is a, a second a, a fabricated second in time you know or millisecond or whatever it is and it works you know and it looks good so um, I've got a big stack of um, the instant uh, Kodak 300 pictures that I've taken of random stuff over the past year so that's going to sort of be the, the top part of the, the the display and then I'm just going to use a load of six by fours that we've taken and I think I've actually got some eight by sixes as well uh, of um, random stuff uh, and then I sort of you know just to try and get something so that we can actually see, you know, it's tangible so we've got stuff on display uh, rather than it kind of being stuck on a phone and then get transferred to a computer and then sort of randomly sees the light of day when I remember I've got these photos you know, which is not really what I want you know so so that's what we're working on now um, as well as just joined a band or we'll put together a band, didn't want to actually quite frankly i wanted to um put together a band uh, and manage it and well i say manage it for a one one-off gig i do the sound and then as it turns out the one person i asked to play bass can't do it so it's like oh great so now i've got to play bass uh, and now actually now i've actually spent about a week coming to terms with it Actually, quite liking the idea to be honest with you. I even went out and bought some new bass strings. And considering I play a six-string bass, that was really expensive. I might add, really expensive. So it's well deserved. Uh, well, yeah, well needed. Not deserved. Well needed. My my bass strings are awful uh, currently, and they've been on there a long time because I've just never pl- played it in years. And I can feel my fingers being really slow. So I've got to put in some serious practice. Uh, and it's with a group of musicians that I really like. It's not. Um, I've been in a band with Joe and Eddie before. Come here, Molly. They were clearly my first choice of musicians to uh, play with and jam with, uh, and they were totally up for it. I think um, they're actually quite excited. I wasn't expecting Joe to be into it at all, but he was, and he was kind of a really. Uh, in fact, out of everybody, Joe's the one that's been. Um, m- most into talking about it actually and being quite vocal and sharing stuff on, on uh, messaging services with me uh, and making suggestions about what we should do so I kind of feel like my new string should arrive on Wednesday or Wednesday I think I'm hoping um, so so once they've been uh, they've arrived I can string restring my bass and then crack on and then Wednesday hopefully I'll get a, a practice bass amp um, because I think I meant, I don't know if I mentioned this before, I had this brainwave of an idea uh, where I was clearing stuff out and um, I thought, well, I'm not going to need my base amp anymore, so I'll um, get rid of it. And it was in the shed for two years gathering dampness and mould and stuff I'm sure it still works but it's just not something I would want to rock up to a gig with Um, and it looked pretty nasty so I thought you know what let's just get rid of it because it's unlikely that I'm going to be joining a band anytime soon and of course four weeks later here I am so um, and it's not the kind of band where I want to uh, promote and publicize and I think it's only going to be a one-off so um, I say I think I mean I you know semi-hoping it's only going to be a one-off so it's meant to do raise money for a gala although so i don't know i don't know how because circumstances of some of the other musicians have changed now so i know eddie's just got married and um the lead singer mark wants to has been well via his wife has made noises that he was looking to do something a bit more regular uh and ever so slightly permanent Although I don't know if I've got the time, the energy, or the gumption to actually do that, but we'll see so um we'll see we i you know it's all I can say because um, it's you know it's a covers band, and there are no shortage of covers bands in Enfield, but then I kind of think I also know that. As a 50 year old man who struggles to write original material, no one's really interested in my original material, hence why I podcast and make films, because I struggle to get people interested in that. Well, I don't struggle to get people interested in that at all, that's a complete lie. I struggle to get people interested in it when I promote it. When other people promote my stuff, I do really well. So, because then, I don't know why that is. So, we'll see. That's the plan anyway. So I think 17 minutes, that's a long podcast. Apologies for that. wasn't expecting it to be this long. So thank you for listening. And uh, I was kind of hoping that I would do a From the Other Edge, for the Other End of the Kingdom podcast. But it doesn't look like I'm going to get to do that. Because I don't have a car. And that's pretty much why since... Um, the last summer podcast that we did in cornwall i've not been able to do anything because i've not really gone anywhere in terms of um any great distance that i would do for a podcast so it kind of with the exception of this it kind of just felt like a bit old old hat i know i've done a couple of vlogs um around the area but i think that was really just about testing out my camera skills and just getting itchy with the camera and wanting to uh camera uh, the video phone um, so that I actually get some proper practice in with my editing because Halloween's just around the corner and that's the next big project Uh, so we've got that one coming up and that's what we're working on next wait and that is gonna be not helped by the fact that Molly trashed my green screen the other day without realizing and I've got another one but It just means I can use that for um, obscuring arms and stuff. That just means I've got to buy a new one, really. Um, Very soon. Right, I'm going to call it a day there. Thank you very much for listening. Look forward to speaking to you uh, next time.